0: Hey folks, SH1T coming to you live talking to Nicholas Ellis, good old friend blast from the past and that's pretty much what we do at the very beginning we rehash uh old stories from Evil Harms back in from 06 to 09. Uh we talk navy, uh we talk family and then uh, uh that's pretty much it. Ellis, thank you very much for doing this. I I I do appreciate it and uh, best of luck to you kind sir. And like I said, you are one of the few reservists that I actually like. All right, man, Chuck Deuces, and thanks for doing this. So, like I said, uh, you listen to the podcast at all, so you know what this is all about, right? <laughs> yeah, I've listened. I've listened to a couple of them. Is it complete garbage or what?
1: No, I mean it's just uh, it's pretty good. I mean, some of them I know people, some of them I don't know because I mean you met them obviously after we uh, we worked together, but yeah, that's
0: true. I listen to some of them. I think you're just saying that to make me feel better.
1: Well I mean some are like an hour and twenty minutes, but I mean the short ones like, like uh Yeti and Store that are like thirty some minutes, you know, you can you can knock those out.
0: Yeah, no shit. Uh <laughs> yeah. Insanity, man. So uh yeah, it's been it's pretty pretty much forever. Uh we, we uh we play uh I mean we keep in touch annually, but we never got together and talked like in this format uh for, for quite a while. So uh what's what's new with you, man? Um not 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 a whole bunch new. I'm uh hanging out in Bahrain
1: these days. Left Djibouti. Yeah, we don't talk uh it's probably been going on ten years now. I think it was probably oh nine when uh, when we separated from Kings Bay. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, it's been about ten years since uh physical contact. We do the the fantasy football with uh the originals and some add ons and uh, <laughs> I talk to you a couple here and there when we have questions, but yeah. Yeah, not a phone call or anything in, in quite a while.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, right? That's kind of what this thing has done for some stupid reason, is that I've reached out to people just to talk to them and find out and catch up what's going on. I learn something new every time or every day, so it is what it is. Uh, you're in Va Beach or whatever right now?
1: Yeah, I'm down uh Chesapeake area right now, hanging out Sunset 4.
0: How's that doing?
1: It's uh, It's like any other military school, you know? you go down there and you hang out you you collect some per diem you meet the wickets you move to the next <laughs>
0: are you headed you on active duty orders right now or what so yeah i did uh
1: i did a year in djibouti when i was coming out of djibouti they were looking for a cruise serve instructor to uh hang out and and collect some some per diem in bahrain for a year so i uh <laughs> i doubled down i took that and uh, as soon as i checked in they decided they needed me to uh, to be a tray soup and stuff as well, so they sent me back here for some more schooling. So well, not even doing what I went over there for. But it all pays the same. First and fifteen.
0: Brother, you do all the schools. You do like I said, well deserved, but you do all the schools. How many how many NECs do you have? How many schools have you done? Like Oh man. Are you the most qualified well, person do, in the Navy?
1: So so I'm not up on all the new NECs because, you know, they changed them all now. I, I know 717 Bravo, 718 Bravo, like whatever. But
0: yeah, whatever they So if you want
1: an old school, I think I'm, a, I, I'm hanging around like seven, uh, six or seven NECs, not counting all the federal law enforcement academies that we went together for the boats, me and you, back in the day. Uh, that was uh, those fun. are probably some of the better schools I, I enjoy going to. Fletz,
0: um, Fletzi was fun. Most of the M.A. schools. Fletzi was a blast. Uh when we went yes. to Kings Bay together. Yeah. I think I broke my foot or did something weird or twisted my ankle or whatever. I remember okay, that's a good that's a good story. That's a good time for two weeks yeah. or whatever the case is. Uh I would, go ahead.
1: I kinda of figured you started this podcast just to ensure that none of us could ever run for political office.
0: I know, I just so I can't run for, for political office. <laughs> I'm trying to get so, everybody to get dirt on me so I won't even be tempted to be like Nah, it's probably not a Uh, good idea. I'm just going to set it down there, Dan.
1: So I may glaze over some of these stories, but...
0: uh, (laughs) Oh, no, they're they're good. Kings Bay was just... Kings Bay was, uh, what, just debauchery central as far as uh, uh, fighting the power (laughs) type stuff. Like, I don't know what it was. I have no clue.
1: Overworked, underpaid, and you put a whole bunch of college-age
0: kids... Yeah.
1: together and, and yeah it was a uh, that makes sense. it was a command that defined most of our careers probably moving forward at I, some
0: point <laughs> I agree completely I agree completely it taught me so many lessons what to do what not to do uh how to act how not to act uh pretty much everything uh but yeah fletsy uh, uh federal law enforcement training center uh vessel boarding search and seizure school but the one I uh, I went to South Carolina for that one but the one that we went together it was me you and I think that was it right um, who else went so for with us? Midwest,
1: for the Marine Law Enforcement Training Program, their capstone, their premium class, it was just me and you. I don't know. There were some other people we went to Ibot and Boat, and I don't remember if we all went together for that. I know for the final one it was me and you and then a bunch of federal agents.
0: Yeah. For a uh,
1: We were the only two that went.
0: Yeah, so that millup was fine. Everything was all great and dandy, and everything was going well, and then for some reason I didn't wake up for graduation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh so, so I guess we'll get into that funny story. So that, that's part two. So to understand that, you'd have to understand part one, which was Harm had a hard time with waking up after a heavy night of drinking. It's
0: true. It's true.
1: And if he does, he's usually not fully dressed or dry.
0: <laughs> which is true. Which is true.
1: <laughs> so, so for in app, that was when you, uh, so after the night with the, the Hawaiian Harbor Police. We, uh, I do remember the picnic table ended up in the pool. I don't remember all the details of, and, and, and I really don't really want to remember a lot of them. I do remember at six o'clock in the morning, trying to go to graduation because our OIC was coming down to watch yep. the graduation. And I can't remember who he was. There was a couple people, but for sure the OIC Yep. and, uh, 645, I think we met supposed to meet in the lobby like six thirty, six forty-five, 45. So we could be with the school by seven, seven thirty. And no harm. You were nowhere to be found. <laughs> called your room, knocked on your door, pounded on your door, couldn't get a hold of you, and uh, had to go down to the lobby, get the worker to come up and, and let me into your room because I knew we, you know, we obviously were yeah. still at the same hotel. There was no reason you weren't there. So uh, he lets me in. as soon as I open the door, I am fully in uniform and I hear the shower running. And no answer when I'm yelling out. And instantly it brings me back to stage one of this situation, probably six months or a year earlier, when about seven AM someone's pounding on my door. Yes. Also also naked or with a brown T shirt on, <laughs> but everything else naked, dripping wet, and I'm like, I know exactly what happened. He got back in the shower to get ready for yeah. To go to graduation, and he's passed out. Sure enough, turn the corner, walk into the bathroom. You passed out of the tub, butt naked, water running, trying to drown yourself pretty much.
0: No, so And that was the thing. Where I got that from was when, uh, where did I get that from? Where did that start? You got it because you used to ask, how do you, there you drink? Go. And I'd be able to get up for work every morning. I, I, and I said, I go through the
1: same routine. I chug a couple bottles of water. I get in the shower and I let the steam. And you just sweat it out. You just have to sweat it out.
0: God, I'm and such
1: a uh, you said it didn't, it didn't successfully work for you. So after two tries, I think we agreed that that was not your method for recovery in the morning. That I, you needed to come up with something else.
0: I tried it again in Japan. Did not work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, what was it? I woke up. Uh, I woke up in the. Uh, I woke up in a. I didn't get naked or anything, but I, I was in the bathtub. And I woke up, and my buddy came and woke me up, uh, Casey Cabo, came in and woke me up. And I was looking at him and was like, why are you in my house? And I was in his dorm. The We you know how the dorms, there's two people, and then you have a shared bathroom. I was in his yep. dorm shared bathroom. I thought I was home in Japan, and I was in his dorm shared bathroom.
1: So, so step one, I remember phase one. The first time this happened was when we were in Kings Bay, the barracks, and you had that shared head. And at 7 o'clock in the morning, and I wasn't even out with you the night before, and I was in a separate building, you were pounding on my door with a wet brown T-shirt on from the uniform and nothing else. And I asked you what happened. And you said you had went into your room, took off your pants and everything else, went back to the shared head, which our doors locked automatically, to be able to get in the shower, passed out, came back to like four hours later, the water's still running. You're getting soaked wet with your T-shirt, and you couldn't get back in your room to get a key, because it was in your pants when you took them off inside your barracks. That was that was number one, and you had to walk across about seven a.m. in the morning while people are coming to work with nothing but a t-shirt. Dude, nobody saw me. I ninjaed
0: my ass over there. That's that's my ninja moment for my life. Nobody saw me. Nobody did anything. I would have got in trouble. I would have got sent to whatever. Like it'd have been bad.
1: Probably you probably got sent to rehab, which probably would have been a good. Day. Oh
0: no no no! I was never that bad.
1: So, uh, no, nah, man. No, you heck? were you, you were kind of the, the the wild card for the most part, and uh, and it was usually only if you drank liquor. You were you were you were okay if you drank beer. Yeah, it was when you went liquor or mix that it, 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 it that it got uh, a little out of hand most of the time.
0: Mixing is what kills me all the time. If I do if I do the mixing <laughs> stuff, so uh, here in Germany, I just stick kind of to beer or lightly on the liquor thing, but I don't go. I'm obviously toned down way 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 much. I have I still have my moments, but I'm definitely toned down uh, quite a bit uh, from those earlier days. So Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so
1: I guess we're going to stay there. So you're saying you haven't stole nobody's cowboy hat?
0: No, from the bar. I haven't tried to steal anybody's cowboy hat from the Germany. <laughs> thanks for thanks for saving me by the way, not getting me getting shot or whatever the hell he was about to do <laughs> to me. Ah.
1: Uh, I was almost going to tell you, we should have brought Kearns on for this. Uh, yeah. Since at that time, we were pretty much always running together. Yeah, where's he at nowadays? Last I talked to Kearns, he was FTS down in Florida. He had cross rated to a PS or, or YN. I believe it was a PS. That was years ago, and he though, was wasn't it? down in Florida. Well, yeah, that was probably like five, six years ago. I haven't talked to him. I see people on Facebook, I see the kids, and I, you know, I see see what they're doing but uh yeah as, as far as physically talking um yeah there's not a not a whole lot most everybody now i mean you even got two kids which yeah god knows what he thought that would have ever happened and uh <laughs> they trusted you i think he's got the two boys and then uh i got three kids
0: yeah i got a i got a three month I got a yeah i got a three month old well four month old and i got a three-year-old going on 21 so
1: yeah, yeah, I'm not envious of that. I'm not envious of that. I figured that's kind of why you did the podcast. You said your wife was a uh, on vacation down in Ethiopia. Yeah. Which, mind you, nobody goes to her there for vacation. No, just my wife. Wa- so
0: my <laughs> wife lives there. That's where she's from, dummy. So I know you told me that. I'm
1: just saying nobody goes there for vacation. She so, near Addis, or where's she from?
0: Yeah, she's from Addis. Uh, the uh the weather here. I think I've mentioned this already. The weather just is overcast like it just does not go away so it's like seattle but colder so she's (laughs) from uh if if, believe me or not have you ever been to hawaii nope okay well living the dream there but uh hawaii type weather in addis ababa and some would argue that it's better than hawaii type weather at least in the capital city now if you go northeast south and west you got problems of various and sundry reasons but uh definitely in the capital and i've been there myself it's 72 and sunny or 55 and rainy. That's the only two weather types you have. There's nothing else there. So it's it's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. It is very cool
1: there compared to Djibouti because that's the only way in and out of Djibouti pretty much is through Addis. You're going to fly through there, and uh, you'd get off the plane, and you'd get on a plane in Djibouti, and you'd get off in, in there, and you're like, man, it's 15 degrees cool there. Yeah. In Addis, than what you are up there. Yeah, so when I did my That's when I did
0: my 15 month deployment to Dj and you get a warped perception of what Africa is when you're sitting in Dj and just like, what oh, yeah. the fuck is this? What is this place? <laughs> what is this hell that I've joined or done whatever? And then you got, uh, I got I uh, got I got to take trips into Addis and got to bebop around the city for a while when I was deployed down there, and it definitely changes your perspective of what's going down there. So it it would be yeah, cool. Nope. It'd be cool to go to different. Uh, Different cities or whatever around in and around Africa, but Addis and Djibouti are the only two that I've been to.
1: Yeah, I mean, you hear Victoria Falls. I mean, the MWR had trips. I didn't. I didn't take any, but you see people that say they go down to uh, Victoria Falls in Africa or Johannesburg or yeah, ten, Tanzania and, and all that
0: and, stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah that's that's fairly nice down there. I mean, for me, you know me, I, I sweat a lot. I'm not. I'm not about the heat, so <laughs> I, I laugh that I get, keep getting stuck in deserts.
0: But uh, you never did the uh, uh, whaling or the crab swimming or whatever in Djibouti.
1: Yeah, yeah, I actually. So when I was out there, I mean, you couldn't do uh when you were there, you guys I think you guys still had uh, off-base liberty?
0: They no, secured no, no. that in uh They secured 14, that. Ap- or, no, they secured that before then. Uh you could it depended. I think they secured that while I was there in in 12 or 13, one of the two. But uh Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, I think they, they, they just said once that uh restaurant got blew up, they secured it and it was right, I mean, they said uh, 12 to 14 somewhere in there. Okay. Well, happened.
0: Uh, Liberty was really restrictive prior to that, but then yeah, I was gone when they blew that that restaurant up. I was not there when that yeah. happened. So.
1: so, so now, I mean, yeah, you're not you're not leaving the base minus minus a few MWR trips or whatever the case is. So I did get to go scuba diving there. I got certified while there. That's about the only trip that you can do. Yep. Um, did the whale sharks? I mean, if you're if you're gonna go out there, I mean, you kind of got to do that. You don't even have to swim. The water's so salty, you'll float right on top. It's yep. difficult to go under the water but uh that is about the highlight of Djibouti, right there is the whale sharks
0: yeah i did that uh i think i arrived and i did that like one of my first two months there and that's the only mwr thing i did and then it was just work 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 all day like just that's all it was out there that in the gym that in the gym that in the gym so you can get into a good routine you can forget about it's just a different world man you forget about everything that's going on and you're Mm -hmm. just that's all you do is work and that they take care of everything out there for Mm -hmm. you which is awesome yeah,
1: so the galley, when you were there, uh, wasn't there yet. So, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, the base has changed a lot. It's got a great galley. Um, they built a big two-story gym there. I mean, it, it, the bases came a long ways for, for anyone that might be going out there. I don't want to get into all the details of it, but yeah. they're building a lot of hard structures there, and it's, and it's, a, good, it's a good base. Yeah, it was like – If you had to go somewhere, it's not 100% as bad, but uh, it's hard because you're not going to get any per diem, so most of the time you're going to any of those places, you know, you're picking up some extra money um like at manama bahrain you're not going to get none of that in Djibouti. you get three dollars a day because they got a defect that's about yep. the sum of what you're getting
0: do you get the is it still tax-free out there or no
1: so it's tax-free yep yeah okay. you got the. i mean you got some perks but i'm saying like if you're in you know most places you're getting cola you're getting something like that it's worth you'll make more money in bahrain i just came out of Djibouti and i'm making significantly more in, in bahrain uh, on the main base. Now if you get stuck down in Issa, it's similar to, to Djibouti. You're getting three dollars a day, which you know, is minimal. Um
0: All right. All but right. but you're under orders right now, right?
1: I am. I am on orders right now for uh <laughs> for at least another year <laughs> starting in uh October again. So I'll be uh I'll be in Bahrain once I get back out there. Um yeah, roughly through October, so who knows? They they've they've offered me to stay longer just depends how greedy I am. And, uh, do you get more, we'll a- have
0: you done more active duty time as a reservist or in active duty?
1: <laughs> no. So, uh, so I did a little over five years in my first stretch. Um,
0: where did you go? Actual, where did I mean, you go after Kings Bay. Bay. I, went,
1: I went to the Carl Vinson, okay. went out to the Chucky V, e. uh, hung out there, uh, worked there as the command investigator, got out there and went to the reserves. Um, Soon as I got to the reserves, I uh, went out to Naples, got to see Sharman and Marla a couple of months later. Cause okay. That's where he was at the time. I, I hung out there for a month for the reserves when they were short, came back, and uh, got tagged to go to Afghanistan for 14 months, up to Camp Sabula Harrison uh, with huh. an Army unit. Huh. So as soon as I got out, within six months, I got recalled uh, involuntarily to go back. Um, good tour, actually. It's an uh, Army they, they took care of us. I had, I had zero complaints. Probably one of the better IAs um, that most people had there. Was out there for a year, came back, um, finished up a couple associate degrees, started my business doing some off-road trucks.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, a lot of fabrication. Been doing that for a little while. And did a lot of, a lot of, a lot of small little detachments after that. So I got kind of attached to a comm subgroup where I was flying around doing, you know, week to month long orders, doing a lot of crew serving Sammy stuff. Um, I got Sammy right when I got out too. So spent a month up in Alaska, beautiful country on orders for the Navy, worked about four days. The rest of the time you're waiting for the come in or go out or whatever the case is, you're just hanging out in a hotel. Um, So I was up there for 30 days and literally had to put my uniform on four or five of the days. Nice. It's not a bad dig. Um, Got involuntarily. Kind of tagged to go to Djibouti, and uh, after about four years of being out again, and then uh, I could have turned this down in Bahrain, but I was already kind of had everything in storage and boxed up, liking the money. And a uh, company out of Djibouti they offered me to go up to, to Bahrain, and I said, you know, hey,
0: first and fifteenth is not a bad gig.
1: Maybe I'll head up there for a little while.
0: You are the most active yeah. duty reservist I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> you're, do- you're doing, you're yeah. doing. You've done more, yeah. You, you've, you, ah, Jesus Christ, man. So you used to have a, you used, you used to have a business. You still have a business. What's that all about? So I do.
1: It's uh it's in storage right now. I have a uh, all the hoist welders, you know, metal fabrication. Did a lot of of the custom truck stuff and a lot of jeeps. Um, and we did full re- uh, frame restorations where you're you're knocking the whole body off, just out of the metal frame, and you know, sandblasting, painting, putting it all back together, um, redoing motors and that kind of stuff um love it, it it's if you ask my wife it's uh it's probably more demanding than when i was in the military she used to complain i seen you more when you were in than i do now that you're home <laughs> uh, if anyone ever wants to open their own business it's uh it's, it's it's very time consuming i was at work six seven o'clock in the morning and i was lucky to be home you know 10, 10 11 o'clock at night because you know you're the only one that's <laughs> no one cares about your business but you that's so true. come yeah. the end of the day Come Friday, by the time you pay the help, oh, you pay the rent, you pay the bills, and you're like, "Hang on, now I work 80 hours. Where's my check?" <laughs> so uh, it's a, it's its own avenue. Um, I love it. It, it. You love it less when you do it all the time. Anyone that says, "Hey, you know, if you do what you love, you you never work a day in your life," they're a liar. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. It, it you can take an awesome hobby that you love doing, but when you're forced to do it every day, you actually you don't enjoy it nearly as much as what you did when it was. Uh, you know your time to get away and be by yourself for the, and for enjoyment on a less stressful uh, situation. But I feel like we're letting everyone hang on this on this cowboy hat. So I want to get back to it. Oh, please go ahead. So downtown St. Mary's. I don't remember who all was there. Me, Kern It had and to be you. me, you, and Karen. It had to
0: have been. And the bar was, was
1: a And the bar Kurt was, was empty as hell.
0: Like nobody was in the bar. It was like you. It was us three that showed up, and nothing was going on. At the thing.
1: And a couple 6 year old people, one of which had a cowboy hat on. And you decided to do Irish car bombs. I remember that. And actually, I remember you talking about that in one of your other podcasts when you made the Civil War, which I remember because when Andy bartended down at Chili's, that was one of the things that uh, you guys would always ask for. But coming back to where we were, <laughs> uh, I remember you broke a couple glasses, slamming them down and then sliding them down the bar and were smashing the glasses so, the bartender kind of yelled at you. So, we decided it was time to go. We turned to leave. There was this old man with a cowboy hat at the end of the bar who you thought didn't need a, bar, a cowboy hat. So, you went down to him and said, Are you from Texas? <laughs> he said, <laughs> No. And you said, You don't need a cowboy hat then. And you grabbed his cowboy hat, you put it on, no way. and tried to walk out the door with it. <laughs>
0: no way.
1: Uh, until we, uh, until we made sure we took her hat back and gave it to him. Oh, he then it. I remember we walked outside and there's an American flag hanging oh, yeah. right outside the door and you ripped the American flag down and tried to put it on like a cape. <laughs> and, uh, we decided that was, that was about the end of the night. Uh, it was really early night.
0: <laughs> uh, there was another bar where I did that. Uh, but do you remember, uh, the best bartender or the best bar waitress ever. It was me, you, and Mickey. We went to whatever that restaurant or that place was in Jacks. Do you remember that, or is mm-hmm. it Saint Mary's? Hmm. Had to have been Jacks. Probably Jacks. Had to have been Jacks. Uh, uh, Raleigh. Oh yeah, there was someone else there too.
1: It was uh Yeah, that was where they had the. Uh... What'd they call it? The survey of the world or something? And they would yes, bring you like
0: some weird liquor.
1: Uh no, it was like fifteen different beers or something. They had a whole bunch of different ones. And you could have a, a taste like it was a taste of the Italy or taste of the world and they'd bring you I remember that was that same one. It was like a two story. You had a downstairs and an upstairs to it. Yep.
0: I've banned from that bar for life for ripping down a flag yeah. as well. <laughs> but uh yeah she was one of the best or I still remember her name because she was the best uh waitress that like just took care of us got us free drinks did this that and the other uh uh was tipped well Sammy is small arms instructor for those in the lay or those in the care or whatever the case is but yeah <laughs> oh man so yeah thickest think thieves we were back in what 06 to 09 back in Kings Bay together um yep yeah uh Look, I look back on those days with fondness and hatred and revelry and uh, disdain. <laughs> 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 what, well, I moved into that house uh, next to Dusty, Will, uh, whoever it was. Uh, I don't know who else was out there. Summers, maybe? I'm not sure who the other people were, but I don't know, man. There was
1: think- quite a few of us that lived. Uh, we Top lived back in there. I know Will was, uh, I think, was who was Will's roommate? Was it Dusty? Dusty. Sim, uh, I remember a couple man. of them lived next door to us. They actually shared, you know, their half of the... Uh,
0: How'd that work out duplex? that way? Did he just show up that one time or whatever, or no? Most of us lived, I mean, most of that, that
1: whole uh, Oleander Street <laughs> Oleander, <laughs> was okay. uh, pretty much all military because I, I remember there was a couple over on the other side. Um, oh, I mean, Termo there, you could lived walk down in the end. Uh,
0: uh, who's the guy? Oh, damn it, I, can't, I forgot his name, but he had the blonde uh, wife. I forget her name. I forget his name
1: me no you have a blonde <laughs> wife
0: duh but it's the other guy the real uh small guy ball-headed guy uh we top is that we top not, or we she kind of had there. not really top i'd i'd know the name if you said it but i don't even i can't remember his name right right off the top of my head but yeah you're right all military lived down in that area um
1: yeah i mean you can go around and, and 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 do any of that <sighs> Um, and then if you didn't live there, then there was a whole bunch of them that lived uh, down in more in St. Mary's. Cause that was more, I think that was actually Kingsland technically yeah. or something like that when we lived over there. But, uh, yeah, cause then we eventually, so you lived with us for two years. The first year we were over at Oleander.
0: Yep.
1: And I think the second year we moved, um, to the, the one over on King Kingsland road or something. Whoa. No, nature's bounty. That was it. There you go. The one on two nature's bounty was that greenhouse. So we moved over there and over there, there was a lot more people. That was when I was more serious about working and you were still living the single life. Cause I remember, uh, who was it that called me? Used to run with Will. I don't remember. It was like three o'clock in the morning, maybe four o'clock in the morning. I got called to come get you or they were calling the cops. What? Yeah. Oh, no, for So this
0: actually brings me to think
1: of it when you, uh, you were talking the other day about how you like you take the cell phone and do options. Yeah. And I remember it was like three o'clock in the morning I think of his name. He was a third or second class. Uh, I think he was an MA2, not an MA3. But uh, anyway, he he ended up calling me, and he was like, you got to come get Harms, or I'm calling the cops. i like, I got to work in the work. <laughs> oh, no, you got to come get him, or I'm calling the cops. I was like, all right. So I drive all the way over there. I try to figure out, like, hey, is, but you're standing out in the yard. He's out in the yard. There's a couple guys, a whole bunch of them in there. I'm like, well what's the what's the problem? Like Will's here like a lot of people that uh we know that worked in our section, like what's going on? And Will's all upset. He won't talk to none of us about it and uh can't think of his name. But anyway, he came over to me and he's I was like, What happened? And you were I asked you what happened, oh, yeah, you're like, I don't know I what happened. That. All I know is I was over there and Will was talking to somebody and I picked up a pineapple can <laughs> that was phone. And all you kept saying is, "I said options, I said options." So I'm like, "Well, what what exactly happened?" And uh, whoever it was, his house came over, and he's like, "He chucked a pineapple can and hit Will in the
0: face." <laughs> and I was like, "Did you hit him in the face?" I said options. You can't blame me. <laughs> Jeez, I remember that. Yeah, he was very yeah. upset at that. He, he was very upset. I did not understand why he was so upset. And if you know me, <laughs> if if you know me, I'm a contrarian to 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 a certain extent. So if I see an N or I see something that like I see a behavior that I, I don't think is appropriate, like crying when you get hit in the face with a, a pineapple can, mm-hmm. and I love Will to death, I, I really do. But he over, he definitely overreacted to that moment because we didn't know each other that well. Uh, we would go on to be very good friends because we would play when we we moved into that. Uh, before I moved in with you, we moved in with that other house with Will, Alton, and Eddie. You remember that. Uh, there was one house, all four of us moved in, complete, complete and utter uh, financial mistake. I had to think I had to pay two months of rent to get out of that because <laughs> cause, uh, Al- Al- Alton is a financial mess or was a financial mess at that time. Uh, but yeah, uh, we didn't know each other very, very well, so he was just, he was overreacting. So I was like, I just kept agging it on and agging it on and agging on and making it worse. And apparently I was a bad guy uh, that night, <laughs> as many nights I have been. But do you remember that one party where me? There was one party. Uh, do you remember the wrestler guy, uh, the guy that used to be a professional wrestler, or whatever? The only, uh, the only time or only thing I'll mention about that is that me and you walked out of that house one time, and there were like a bunch of cops outside yeah. the house or something. And we just, we just like the smoothest walk out, just walked we, right out <laughs> and just left. Well, first half, I don't
1: remember what it was. I was outside Angela. I think we lived in the barracks. We weren't, Angela wasn't down there yet, but I remember I was on the phone with her outside and I watched one of the cop cars roll by with their lights off and I walked in and, t- and yelled at the door for you to come to the door because we'd rode over there together and we walked out while the other two or three cop cars pulled up yep. and we walked out got in the car and drove away as they all came flying up and uh, I don't remember exactly the outcome but I remember a whole bunch of them said that they had to sit there and explain and go through everything with, uh, with all the details.
0: Yeah, I don't think anything happened to them. They just... Uh, I don't know what happened. Like, I, I couldn't tell you. But we walked right out of that place, which is just complete I was stupidity. About,
1: I know it was on the corner, and I want to say Bird and
0: Schultz. How do you remember all these street names? You remember Bird? He was a Miami fan. I remember Bird and uh, Schultz. I, I thought were—I thought you were saying streets names.
1: Uh-uh. No, 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 no. No, last names. They're—they're—they. I know they were, I think... I want to say they set it up, and then there was obviously uh of a, a whole bunch of other people yep. uh schultz was schultz was kind of the the one there always running around trying trying to line that kind of stuff up yep for the group that more so that we hung out with i mean then there was always the the gillette and the the heady and and all those as well, but we never really or I never really rolled with them a whole lot, yep over the time, but no, you meet more people there and and you went on to uh Japan. Another uh, big heavy MA command, didn't you? After that,
0: yeah. So I was the last one to rotate out. So everybody was gone. Everybody that I knew when we got there, because we first. So I didn't know you from. uh, We went to A school. We went to A school together, or did we not? We did not go to A school together. I got
1: there a week after you. We were asked the same, but we weren't in the same class because I remember we went through orientation together. You went with Kearns through A school, I believe, and I caught up with you guys when we hit. when we hit Kings Bay, we went through orientation there together. They were kind of holding us till you guys had enough people. So you guys were there a week or two before me.
0: Yeah. It was a complete random yeah, chance. But... It was a complete random chance that I that I rolled up and, uh, like, I was sitting on the stairs or something. And you rolled up, and either you recognized me or just two dudes sitting in a, on the stairs and just started striking up a conversation. And that's how we became or knew each other as friends and just started hanging out. Like, it's complete randomness that uh, 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 that I know who you are and doing whatever and yeah. hanging out and do whatever. And it's probably the worst thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> you would have probably
1: still be in jail down there for some reason. If no, it not for me.
0: I'm not a jaily guy, or whatever the case is. Either public, either public intoxication, public nudity.
1: Who knows? It would have mm-hmm. been somewhere along that line. I mean,
0: <laughs> negative shit, mate. Negative. <laughs> No, uh, complete and utter debauchery and stupidity. Yeah, I went up to... I'm not going to ride,
1: you too. You and, you, and be, uh, you, you and Kearns came all the way up to my wedding up in Michigan.
0: Yeah, I was about to say um, that I was, about, I was just about to talk to the uh, wedding in Michigan. Um, yeah, a year after we got down there. Yep, that was cool. Um, Except for the only thing that struck me as odd was I, like, the, the limo was way too full. And I was like, eh, I don't need to get into it, blah, 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 because Kearns' wife at the time. <laughs> was really, like, adamant about getting in there. So I was like, oh, dude, I'll just I'll just stay and not be a part of it or whatever. I don't care. Just I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll meet you guys wherever we're supposed to go. It's like, no, get in the car. Get in there. Like, oh, fuck it. I don't want to be here. So tell, tell him uh, I said hi. He uh, so.
1: came up. What's Casey up? He came up with t- turns at that time, too. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, they came up there. That it was a real fun wedding. It really was. I enjoyed it. Uh, what, the other thing I remember is that you drive like a damn maniac, man. You, what is that, north driving? What is that? Like, because you, 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 you almost went, killed us like eight times now. on the road.
1: You know, you go to a couple places where you can't have a car anymore for a year. I go home now, and 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 Angela tells me I drive like an old man all the time now. She won't even let me drive. So you can at least speed a little bit, which is hilarious because growing up, I mean, I was always, always a speed racer, so oh. it's... it's it's funny how the times have changed.
0: <laughs> you were weaving in and out of traffic. That was like the one time I've been a, I've been afraid in a vehicle. I'm pretty chill, but I thought we almost it's died like five think, or six times.
1: It's funny to think. I You know, I went from, from driving as a teenager. I got pulled over for doing 96 and a 55. <laughs> and then uh, in, in high school, a lot of my friends would tell you, I notoriously backed down an expressway while traffic was coming when I missed my exit and did a U-E in the middle of the expressway. And then, you know, now... I drive 55 miles an hour, like it's, like it's, uh, like it's the law or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: not, uh, I usually drive about 5, 10 over, like not too bad. You can't speed in Germany. You cannot do it here. They have those little speed cameras set up everywhere. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. Have you been to Europe yet?
1: Um, passing through, so week here, week there. Never, never a whole lot. I was there for November for, uh, for five or six days. I got to go up to, uh, I think it's called Hannesburg. And then I went to another castle, um... Yeah, I mean, I'm there for a week at a time. That's kind of like my military career now for the most part. Like, I hey, that looks like a cool place to go. They might need an MA for two weeks while someone goes on leave. I'm going to go there and take a vacation.
0: <laughs> when did you pick up, uh, Chief? Did you pick it up the same year I did or year before me?
1: Uh, I think I was the year after you. I picked uh 16.
0: Oh, yeah, the year after that. I mean, okay. So you're up for senior yeah, this next uh, cycle, right? I'm, uh, I went up this time. This is my first cycle up. Okay. All right. Good luck, buddy. So. Yeah, I think, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it, it is what it is. <laughs> how, how, how does it look
0: for reservists?
1: Um, I mean, I have a lot of schools, uh, and, and I, I did well in Djibouti. Yeah, like um, I
0: said, you're the most active-duty motherfucker I know in the <laughs> reserves unit. My, no, my nobody has your my tour. Record,
1: my record's in shambles, and I keep trying to, so that's the, that's the catch-22 in the reserves. You're the stepchild of the military, so, yeah. I mean, nobody really cares, and I've been trying to fix my record for years. And uh, every year, I, I'm still putting stuff in, and so the board at some point's got to be like, "Hey, this is from 2009. Why are you still trying to put this in to your record?" And when you're sending 14 or 15 attachments, it don't always uh, don't always say well. But I mean, yeah, you never know. They and only, uh, they I only look, look back five years. Man.
0: Happy. They, and uh, what'd you say?
1: I said I figure I could always retire a chief happy and and it doesn't matter you you know you don't have to go up anymore you you do now it's more for money yeah <laughs> like anything else. Well,
0: how do they? How do you calculate your retirement? So how do how do you calculate your active duty points and all this other fun stuff?
1: So every day on active duty is one point. Even for you guys, so they don't explain it that way to to, to active duty. Everyone just knows you do twenty years, you you get fifty percent of your pay, your yeah. base pay, right? Yep. And if you go up, it's it's two and a half percent, and climbs all the way up. You can get to 75 percent at 30 years. If you look at that, 20 years, it's 7,200 points. So if I was to go 7,200 points, I would get the same retirement as you. So um, currently, right now, I'm bouncing right around 4,000 points, which is uh, you know just over 10 years. Yeah. Per um, day, for day, for for active duty. So that's how they do it. Is they they take that same point scale and then they times it and it equals out the exact same. So if I get 7,200 points, I'm going to get the same retirement as you would at 20. You're not really, obviously that's very difficult to do because you're doing two jobs and you're not on active duty. Um, So usually, but that's how it works. It doesn't really matter as much on time. It's more on points accrued. So you can see people that don't do anything. And I know some that, you know, they've got a thousand points and they've been in 20 years and their retirement's going to be like 250, 300 bucks a a month. They're not going to get much.
0: So it so you uh, can so you can, for, so you can pull for so you could pull for retirement. Say you joined in '80 and you come across in 2000 and you have a thousand points, you can pull for retirement at that time, but you just get like a small paycheck.
1: So that's that's the two the two things is um, you can't collect it in the uh, reserves until you're 60 years old. Ah. So I could retire at my 20 year mark, like everybody else. I'm not going to get to collect it until I'm I'm. 60 years old. Now it's year for year. If you're on special duty or if you're, um, for IA, so Djibouti makes me collect it a year early at uh, 59. Then Mm. Afghanistan lets me collect it a year early at 58. And then Bahrain here, me collect it down to 57. And then I have a year of special duties that put me down. So you can collect it, you know, year for year down if you're on what they consider the arduous duty, uh, type orders. So you, the earliest, and you can't go any lower, I believe is 50. Uh, but it's rare that you ever see anybody get that. My goal would be about, you know, I'd like to be about fifty-five hundred points, and, and uh, probably uh, collect it while I'm fifty-five, and, and move on. But you're allowed, to, you're working another job, so it shouldn't be that huge uh, despair. Fifty-five is pretty young just to be able to still collect it. So
0: well, the way you're heading, you're going to collect it at thirty-five years old, man. Jesus.
1: Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do when I'm when
0: I get nine thousand points, and they're like, but seventy-two hundred is the cap. <laughs> oh, they, you can only cap at that, or. You got to make senior chief and you can cap higher. There's
1: no cap. So if I make, yeah, I mean, if I make senior or master and I hang out, um, they won't force you out uh, until, I mean, I can think on the reserve side, I can stay I'm like 34 or 35 years in as long as I, you know, pick up master or whatever. It looks like anything else. I think for us, our higher tenure, we still have it the same as as active duty. Um, It's usually a little bit, I think there's like a two-year difference. So for chief for the reserves, it's 24, and I think it's 22 for active unless – it's changed
0: for chief um, yeah, and then, uh, i think it's no it's I think it's 24 now they they moved all the numbers and everything uh for everybody so
1: okay so you guys match us now so we've been 24 since i came in to the reserve i remember it was two years different because even uh for us a, a first class could stay 22 where you guys i believe just went to that
0: it's so 24 20, kind of 24 26 or? and 30 and first classes can retire at 20 and e5s can do 16 now not 14 so and Title 10 is 18. 18 years. So if it doesn't matter what your rank is if you got 18 years in. Yeah, that mother guy. Uh, remember the No, oh, there was a—you weren't there. You weren't there in Japan. Some E3 or E4 got to retire because he had 18 years in. He was in E6. Couldn't leave his girlfriend that who was, like, running a sex trafficking ring alone. He got busted down to E4. I had to sit and watch his dumb ass for 48 hours because he threatened suicide and was playing on a stupid-ass laptop for— 48 hours Jesus man <laughs> he, he got yeah. to re- he got to retire as an e four so
1: yeah I we had a couple get forced out because they went to math. um I don't know how that works for retirement. you got I, you gotta think you got retirement if you got forced out because you're a higher tenure because once you went to math you you know your pay grade dropped below the higher tenure mark but yeah. um no so so uh, what's uh your kids your kids getting into Getting ready to go to school or
0: sports or anything like that? No, the... Uh, Abby plays soccer, but... Uh, obviously, the little one is not bopping around because wow. he's four months old. But uh, she... We tried to get her into the German school, but because of the their immigration policy and everything, Americans used to come up to Germany and, and were able to put their kids in the, the, the German public school. Can't do that uh-huh. anymore. We're, depending on the city that you're in... We're third tier, so it's German national or German citizen, uh, immigrant, then uh, us. So there's no <laughs> there, there's no slots open for Abigail because she could go in at two years old and be a part of the German uh, school system, but that can't happen. So we have to wait for it's called uh, it's pre K, but it's called New Beginnings. But she can't do that until September because she's a March baby. So uh, uh, so this September she would do it, but I think the they're gonna go. I think the wife's gonna take the kids next su- or next winter, get it away from Germany, and then put her in the Ethiopian school system for the six months or four months or two months that they're there, depending on whatever goes on. So, yeah. But she's smart as a whip, man. She's smart as a whip. She's got a memory. You're gonna
1: be third tier. What's up? That'll be America soon when we're third tier. You know?
0: Eh, who cares? Whatever. teach gender fluidity fluidity and all that other stuff to my child it'll be great so (laughs) it's weird being a dad man i I think i'm messing it up i really do i'm not doing it right i'll tell you that much so uh you have a daughter yeah or no or sons
1: yes i have a i have a nine-year-old son and then i have a seven and six-year-old daughter
0: yeah so i think my problem is that i'm drawing lines against her and i'm not letting her i don't know not letting her run wild or run free. I think I'm too disciplinary and I think I draw too many lines when it comes with her. So it, uh, and she has a she has a fantastic memory, so she's gonna remember all this stuff when she's sixteen and all the like the the war path games that me and her have and she's just three years old. my problem is is that I treat her like she's twenty one. So I'm failing miserably. I can see that. I
1: could see that. You uh you always you always talk to people like they're adults for the most part. Yeah, it doesn't matter who you are. You get down at that kid level and, and do that.
0: But that's you why, know, like
1: most people, are like, oh yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, good job. You know, you, you put the cap back up. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, it's good. It's good stuff. You learn stuff all the time. You learn from other people. Um, I mean, I love it. I can't. In my defense, I am gone a lot, so my wife's kind of a single parent most of the time. So I, I get to be the good guy. I get to be gone. Come back when we're on vacation, do all the fun stuff. Like, Hey, let's do everything in the next 14 days. (laughs) And then I get to leave again and Angela has to do, Hey, we've got to get back to school. We need to make sure we get homework done. So it it is, it is different. I guess perhaps my wife is able to do a lot of stuff. Um, I would definitely not be able to switch roles. I would lose my mind. I have them for for the weekend while she's working or something. And, and uh, it's, it's like a full-time job for me. (laughs) So, uh, but Kids, you know, they're starting minor all at the, the age where they're doing sports and they're doing some stuff and uh it it totally changes. I don't I don't uh I don't envy going back to to having a, a four year old or a, a couple month old. Uh, you know, the highlights of your life, they're potty trained. I mean that's that's probably one of the highlights. Not only is it a glory because 'cause you're not changing diapers, you're not buying diapers, which is kind of a twofold uh plus. And then uh once they're able to start doing some stuff to sell, you know, hey, go get your own glass of water. <laughs> Hey, go get your own. And, uh, yeah, I mean, now, now now, I'm at that fun age and I'm trying to enjoy it before uh, they get back to where you, you're you not enjoying it as much. You know, you get that, that adolescent preteen, you know, 13, 14. And, uh, and from there on, I could see it not being as fun. So Damn, Abby's you're already there. there.
0: Abby's already a preteen, man. She's a three-nager.
1: <laughs> <So>. uh, <laughs> it doesn't get any cheaper.
0: Oh, I know. I figured as moves. much.
1: My kids are in sports that, you know, unless you're going to do soccer, which my kids do soccer, but uh, it's, uh, it's kind of the last cheaper sport unless you're on a travel team. But uh, my son, we're from the north, so he loves ice hockey. He's huge in hockey, and uh, that is a uh, an expensive sport to play. But it's, uh, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch him get laid out, different people skate him. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, everybody yeah, – I don't know anybody that don't like hockey. Like, I mean, you got to be able to – Enjoy, enjoy the one of the few sports left where you can stand up and box somebody, and just take a two minutes in the box for it. Like,
0: it's a great sport to watch. It's kind of maybe not yeah. on TV. It's a great live sport to be a part of, or or be whatever. So, um, cool. yeah, man, uh, uh, your wife's salt of the earth, Angela. Tell her, tell her I said hello, <laughs> uh, and then I'm still alive and not dead. So I'm sure that'll surprise her. <laughs> so, so
1: actually, I think you talked to her. Last, before you talked to, to me, because, uh, what was that, like 2000, where was I? I can't remember if I was in Afghanistan, or if I was, somewhere you had to have your, uh, your next level clearance. And I remember I was gone, deployed somewhere. So I can't remember uh, if I was in Afghanistan or Djibouti. I think it was a while ago, so it was probably Afghanistan. It, was,
0: it had to have been when I, was, uh, when I transferred to Hawaii. So this had to be in tw- 2010 or 20-something like that.
1: 2012, 2011, I was into Afghanistan. So I had a minute, because I remember she emailed me, and she's like, hey, some guy in a suit came here asking questions about harms. So I am oh, like, wow. I <laughs> believe that one, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they, they sent someone out. I remember that. And then I think I hit you up, and you said, yeah, they were doing uh, doing one of your clerics for your, your yeah, cross-release. Yeah, you. yeah. so, yep. So,
0: cool. Yeah. <laughs> exciting
1: stuff. I told her, well, I'm hoping you didn't tell the truth. So if so – he ain't ain't getting nothing
0: well yeah I know whatever (laughs) so nice All right, man well on that positive note I think I'll shut it down and uh, I feel like I need to rehash my uh, entire history but uh, I I forgot about some of those things I didn't think the cowboy hat thing went that way I thought the dude was (laughs) sitting in a corner and then I just turned and like I'll steal your hat and then he said no you won't and then I walked away I didn't think I took his hat you said you said are you (laughs) are you from texas he said no well then you don't need a cowboy
1: hat and he grabbed it off his head and encouraged like no no you can't do that
0: that wasn't me That was somebody else man good
1: time. but all right i will uh i'll let you go and it was good catching up with you 100
0: uh, percent, i've
1: been cracking some of the podcasts i'll continue to, to listen while i'm got my hour-long trip down back and forth from the schoolhouse here in the states
0: all right brother uh thanks for doing this i do appreciate it and when i do the round turn again i will definitely uh, reach out to you and uh reach out just i follow your career with great interest kind sir you're the one reservist i like so (laughs) true enough yeah true enough all right all right brother have a good one